the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. It's a really big scam. Dow Jones up 500. NASDAQ up on 142. Why? Anybody? Why? Why is it up? Because old lady face Mitch McConnell. Old lady. If erectile dysfunction had a picture, it would be Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell decided to give the Democrats everything they need. Money, 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 money. Now, the way that the Democrats operate, it's even more diabolical than the way that the Republicans operate. So the Republicans are just stupid. You could tell by the way they wear their hair. You could tell by Mitch McConnell's face, Adam Kinzinger's decisions. You could tell by pretty much all of it. But the Democrats, this is where it's perfected. That's why, for once, Joe Biden blended in in the sewer of corruption. The definition of Democrat mafia headquarters, Chicago, Illinois. But he was smart enough. And his Secret Service advised them it's not safe enough to go into the city. So they got him in the airport. They drove him west into Elk Grove Village to screw up my traffic. And he went to a very, very, very specific place. Clayco. Anybody hear of Clayco? You probably never heard of Clayco. But I never forget a good scam. And I remember in 2013 when Clayco, a St. Louis Democrat organization, moved its headquarters to Chicago when Mayor Rahm Emanuel was all excited and he gave him all kinds of sweetheart deals and tax abatements, the same stuff that's cast upon the businesses that were here prior and are hereafter that do not have political clout and or corruption, as I prefer to call it, the truth, what it really is. So Clayco, in last year, from what Open Secrets has divulged, has donated just under 400000 and you wouldn't believe it, <laughs> all to Democrats. Smart investment. On Clayco's behalf, because they must have known through the scuttlebutt that the fix was in, and they were going to put in this feeble fascist. So he comes for the payoff. That's what this was. You may say it's a visit to Chicago to talk about jobs. But see, Clayco and corrupt mafia organizations are immune to recessions, markets. They're immune to it because they always, always have the inside track. This company, in fact, since moving to Chicago, Illinois, 2013, has nearly tripled has nearly, nearly tripled in size. Now, see, the reason I start off by telling you what the market is is because that's no longer a market of companies in the capitalist realm. Every one of the Dow Jones companies is underwritten by the government. We now have this system in place, thanks to a Republican, where the people have learned to accept this notion that the American government is a venture capitalist firm. 
And they get to pick where to put the money and how it works, and they get to decide everything. And you, dummy, you're just going to go to work and give them 50% if you're lucky, if you have a good accountant. If not, you don't want to think about the amount of taxes that you're actually paying to these corporatist frauds. But Clayco moves to Chicago. It's a big company, but it's a St. Louis Democrat company. You can only get so big in St. Louis. And they managed to really get in the mafia capital of corruption, Chicago, Illinois. And they start by contributing, as it's known in the world of lawyers, in my world, bribing very, very specific high-powered politicians. And you wouldn't believe who some of their um, clients are. Their clients are like uh, Dow Chemical Company. Now, they're a real estate company. They're a real estate company, and they build warehouses. You know the kind of warehouses. The kind that are in, like, my old neighborhood, Melrose Park, where they gave a drug company $240 million, I think was the build-out cost, and I think the state and the federal government and the county and the town gave them the equivalent of $180 million in building. Just go ahead, get started. And they put up a $240 million warehouse in a neighborhood that isn't worth $240 million, and it's all underwritten by the poor people that surround it. And then the next thing you know, right when their tax abatements all expire, they move out, just like Boeing's doing at the end of this year. You can read for that yourself in Cranes and other noteworthy publications. But this particular company is fantastic because once it comes in and it gets in this company, they have a, a platform of technology. They even do the technology software. They're not just real estate. And their clients are corporate giants, Dow Chemical, Amazon, Caterpillar. Procter & Gamble, 3M, Chevron, along with government buildings, ta-da, manufacturing spaces, healthcare, and learning environments like Merrick Garland. You thought his son-in-law was the only one that had a good scam on this? No, no, no. This is corporatism, ladies and gentlemen, and it's bold, and it's out front. By the way, let's not forget Kraft Foods, Blue Cross Blue Shield, among just some of those who hire this very well-connected construction company where the president of the United States, not that he knew it, was in Elk Grove Village. See what I did there? He didn't know. He didn't know where the hell he is. You could tell him Pennsylvania. You could tell him whatever you want. But he's going to sit there from a corporatist where I think there were about, from the sound of the clapping, 12 fat Democrat contributors. You know, like the higher up vice presidents, managers, all the upper end. The, The regular working guys, well, those were the ones that joined me on the side of the road giving Joe Biden the only chant he deserves. Hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. That's not what we were saying. We were not saying let's go, Brandon. I can tell you that right now. Because what we knew is that this feeble fascist was going to come here and tell us how virtuous it is to just bend knee and listen to these corrupt bastards that make up our government and our system of what is now, unfortunately, an economy. And the only way you're going to operate in it is if you... Bend knee to this feeble fascist political whore who's pimped out by the companies like Clayco and the rest of them. This report shows three things. First, vaccination requirements result in more people getting vaccinated. In the past few weeks, as more and more organizations have implemented their own requirements. Yeah, that's called force. Stupid force, you doddering old man with a wet diaper force. And in this country, I'm supposed to not be exposed to force. In fact, the government, ironically enough, you know, the one that you pretend to represent, the government is supposed to be on my side. But instead, you have become kind of like a, uh, a flaccid Mussolini. You're like El Doce without the oomph behind it. That's what Joe Biden is. 
They've seen their vaccination rates rise dramatically. For example, the Department of Defense has gone from 67% of active duty forces being vaccinated to 97% as of tomorrow. Vaccination just six weeks into this vaccination requirement. That's how quickly it's moved. We're also seeing this at colleges and universities across the country. More than 95% of students at colleges and universities like Northwestern University of Illinois, Chicago, are vaccinated. And we're going to see it in health systems around the country as well. Rush University Medical Center here in Chicago has gone from 72% to more than 95% of its employees fully vaccinated under its requirements. These requirements work. And as the business roundtable others told me when I announced the first requirement, that encouraged businesses to feel they could come in and demand the same thing of their employees. More people are getting vaccinated. More lives are being saved. Let's be clear. When you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds of people losing their jobs, look at the bigger story. I've spoken with Scott Kirby, CEO of United Airlines, who's here today. United went from 59% of their employees to 99% of their employees in less than two months after implementing the requirement. 99%. And now they'll have the same results as Israel, as Cambodia, as other very highly vaccinated nations that are having the exact same breakouts of COVID that the unvaccinated are having. Because the vaccine that you insist on telling us we must put in our arm not only doesn't work, but has different side effects. Everything from tinnitus of the year, to women having menstrual problems, to all kinds of problems you don't want to talk about, which is why you don't put the warning label on these things. But yet, you're going to go to your corporatist, bastardized companies, and you're going to leverage them to force their employees, regardless of their opinion on things, to put this experiment in their arms so you can feel like you did something. And you could also distract from all the other massive, massive failures you have perpetrated in your short eight and a half months, like the economy in general, scumbag. Not everybody's in on the scam. Not everybody's in on the scam. But what you've got now is the reins of the economy. You've got it locked up. And the only way that people can participate is to become part of your corporatist scam. It's why the businesses in Chicago pay the hanging the sign fee so that the fat slobs can drive around and pretend to have a job and it can pretend to be anything but a welfare city in a welfare county, in a welfare state. So for once, dummy, you were in exactly the right place where you belong. A failed state full of policies and fascism and corruption, just like the mirror every time you brush your teeth. And by the way, Scott, I want you to know I've instructed the Justice Department. Who am I kidding? He hasn't brushed his teeth in 20 years. Those things sit in a glass. He pops them in his kisser. It's like a jack-o'-lantern without a candle to Low life. To make sure that we deal with the violence on aircraft coming from those people who are taking issues. Violence. Deal with that. Oh, that's the Ameri- That's the United guy. So the citizens who are unruly because United is in his pocket. Those son of a dogs are going to go to prison in Leavenworth forever. But the gangbangers who shoot each other in the open streets of the city of Utopia, known as the sewer of Chicago, they get to walk. So here's what you want to do: if you want to be unruly. I uh, I pose this to you. If you're going to be unruly, you don't want to wear your mask, you don't want some stewardess telling you what to do, and you're going to talk back, join a gang first. And this way, when you get arrested, you tell Kim Fox that you too are in the El Rukins, and you insist on walking. 312-642-5600. Do you see the scam? Do you see why these companies have not only his attention, his visits, not only get the alleviation of taxes that we all pay, but in this funny money that the Republicans okayed? 
this low life company is going to expand and it's going to go from triple like it was in, from 2013 to triple from what it is in 2021, regardless of the economic devastation this dimwit causes. I'll take your calls when I get back. Let's pretend everything's great. Let's pretend Joe Biden knows what day it is or if his shoes wet or his pants are dry. Let's keep pretending this idiot is anything other than the political whore he is. And let's pretend these companies are anything other than the political pimps they are. That they could exist without this kind of corruption. I'm getting sick and tired of pretending. I really, really am. So the Dow Jones is up 500. Sure it is. Because they're just able to print new debt and plug it right into these corrupt bastards that pretend to be capitalists. Don't buy a lick of it. Not one cent of it. It's just disgusting. I mean, unless you're in on the scam, then ride, and then you sell to one of these companies, and you go on the beach and pretend you were a man the whole time. Go ahead. Scott, Aurora. Hey, uh, that clip that you played of uh, Biden, how do we know that, uh, you know, he's talking about the percentage rate went from 60% to 90% of these people that were vaccinated, these companies. How do we know that the rest of the people that weren't vaccinated didn't just quit? And that's what raises uh, the rate of people that were vaccinated. Scott, you're thinking way too logically, brother. The people that vote for Joe Biden, the people that support Joe Biden, don't think at all. They just listen to this BS that spews from his mouth. They nod and they say, what's in it for me, Uncle Joe? If you listen to any sentence this moron has said for the last two years, you couldn't come to the conclusion he's capable of doing anything or that he's telling you the truth. His entire existence is about spinning lies. How else can you explain sons on the board, brothers? How do you explain the fact that this guy literally owns, what, $20 million in real estate? He's a two-bit senator who's never made, what do they make, 174000 a year? Ooh, look at you. All of a sudden, you're a guru, and everything you touch turns to gold. It's right in front of everyone's face to see. And by the way, I reject this with Republicans even more so. Even more so. That's why when you look at this fraud, of a child, this punk, Adam Kinzinger. What do you think Adam Kinzinger's worth? Never worked a day in his life. The only difference between him and Biden is he doesn't have a depends on. That's it. Same nonsense. Little less wrinkles. Jim, South Elgin. Well, hopefully uh, Kinzinger will be gone, but uh, there's a publication called Circle of Mamas, and they publish a lot of you know, problems. The hell, a lot of issues. Let me ask you a question. How do you stumble on a publication called Circle of Mamas? What the hell well, kind of I'm papers and it. news sites do you read? Go ahead. Well, well, there's in their story they talked about a California teenager who died suddenly within 40 hours, 48 hours of taking the COVID vaccine out in California, and there was a release from the sheriff's office in Sonoma County, basically documenting this. You've got Israel has ninety percent, ninety percent of the people are vaccinated. They had a massive outbreak of COVID. You've got Singapore, eighty oh, percent, no. massive. You've got people right now throughout America, that had it and were fine, got the vaccine, caught it again. I'm related to one. Almost died. You've got people and mothers that don't want to give it to kids, yet you've got these swindlers and this car salesman, used car salesman, no offense to you car salesman, out there right now selling Z-Bar to a bunch of old ladies without cars. Thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Tim, on the south side. I always like when the south side guys call. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, brother. Hey, I might have missed it. Maybe you heard. Uh, when does Joe plan on letting all the people on the safety net entitlement programs get show proof of vaccination before their benefits are cut off? 
they have a different category. They are treated different than you are because they are perceived to be. And quite frankly, it's a shame that most of them are the the base of the Democrat swindle. So, you know, listen, they don't have to abide by the same rules everybody else does. You see it now. You've now got a you've now got a government in place that's looking to right some idea of wrongs while perpetrating wrongs. So, you know, that should have been the first thing, right? To me, I think this, if you're a convicted felon, you do not qualify for for welfare benefits. Can you imagine the kind of world we'd have then? If you if you had one felony, you get nothing. You want to talk about making these neighborhoods that are alive because of welfare benefits, safe neighborhoods? That's how you do it. Right there. So if you've got a felony, sorry, you don't get the food stamps. You don't get the Section 8 housing. You don't get anything. But what that's called merit. And this society gave up rewarding people on merit, you know, right when the Soviets took over our government. Thank you, Tim. Stay strong out there and keep your windows rolled up. By the way, I want to call Tom Cottonford. Could you please um, write a memo? Because I like him very much, the, the guy, or Joe Cottonford. Um, I want to introduce a Chicago edition car. I want like uh, Tony Montana in Scarface. We're going to bulletproof the windows. We're going to drop Kevlar in the doors. We're going to make it safe for you to drive through Chicago and these Democrat hub neighborhoods. We got to turn these cars into armored cars so these kids stop getting shot, drive-bys, old people, and the rest of it. Tim in Wakanda. I shouldn't give those ideas away yeah, on the radio. Thanks for letting me be on your show. I, uh, the question is, since we're being forced into this and something really bad happens, like in Israel, etc., can we be involved in a class action lawsuit? No. No, you, they are held Why harmless. Not? They are the they are the only pharmaceutical that you can think of that anybody can think of that's in existence right now without any warning. They have no warning. They have no side effects. They have nothing. They are literally asking you to take a pill or I mean, take a shot. Excuse me. Now a pill. They got them both forms or they will. And which they're not telling you what it could do to you. And you've got politicians going out mandating that you do it. So I don't know how old you are. But I'm assuming you're like the rest of the Americans who come from descendants that went to war against this kind of tyranny, against this kind of fascism, and now you're subjected to it. So I hate to break it to you, Tim, but we're all in the same boat. Only some of us will never comply. Mark, Glenn Allen. Oh, yeah. Hey, Sean. I didn't know if you saw the demonstration where Biden was speaking. I was there. There was about 150 to 200 liberty and life-loving people and Four Biden supporters. <laughs> ah, that's great. Well, I didn't see it, but I was in a building that his motorcade dro- drove by, and I represented the you're not number one middle finger in the window on the fourth floor. There were a lot of people on the ground chanting the universal uh, you know, Joe Biden song that we've all come to learn and love. But uh, that's good news. And, and you know, Mark, that's why I really do believe the vast, vast majority of Americans, whether they have the courage to say it or not, think that this idiot should be removed from office tonight. And they're sick that he wasn't removed four months ago. Maybe we wouldn't be in the pickle we're in, but somebody better do something in a hurry. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. And that's always good news because we are the hub of the Democrat stronghold. After all, we are from a city that no matter how bad it fails, no matter how corrupt the politicians get caught red-handed, the people support them. After all, how could you explain Ed Burke? Mike Madigan. I just heard a friend of mine owns a restaurant. Or he's not actually not a friend of mine. He was in a restaurant where I know the guy who owns the restaurant. Mike Madigan was in there. Right in Burridge, Mike Madigan. And the owner, who's supposed to be a tough guy, tough guy, comes up. Hi, thank you, Mr. Speaker, for all you did. Thank you. You're a scumbag just like Mike Madigan was. See, that's how I feel about the people that support this kind of corruption. The rest of us are just prisoners. Now, you may be a political prisoner in the state. 
but you're still a prisoner, whether you know it or not. 312-642-5600. So Bunny did not know. I mentioned the story yesterday in Northbrook, the Democrat shopping spree, where, what, about 12 people ran into Louis Vuitton, grabbed everything off the shelves and ran out $66,000 in merchandise. My very good friend sent it to me. I don't want to embarrass him or cost him money. I will. David Hockberg. He sent him. He said, look at this. Look at this. I said, that's what's known as a Chicago Democrat shopping spree. Don't worry about paying it. It's going to take a while. Chris Kankakee, I'm glad you hung on. I wanna, I'm interested in what you have to say. Hi, Chris. Hey, hey Sean. How you doing? Good. Um, just want to appreciate the show. Love love hearing you. Definitely a Chicago rush hour. Thank you. What do you got yourself like? Uh, a, you got a four barrel carburetor there. It sounds like a big truck you're driving. Are you speeding around? No, actually, a nice Firebird just flew by me. Oh, all right, very good. <laughs> all right, good. Go ahead. Hey, um, the biggest problem a lot of us are having, which we could really use a lot of help, are the health care workers. We've seen what has happened in these hospitals and what's going on. And a lot of us are refusing this mandate. Now the biggest issue with losing jobs is what lawyer to go to or what's our options. Well, number one, you're going to have to find a a real civil rights attorney, right? But you're going to have a hard time doing it in a state as corrupt as this. And the ACLU is not a civil rights organization. It's a communist front group. So what you're going to have to do is seek out, and Misty Callahan, um, we had uh, that wonderful attorney on who sued the government on numerous occasions. That's what you're going to have to do. The other thing you can do is go to one of the 21 states that are suing the government because of this mandate. There are places around that are doing it. Now, you're a healthcare worker. You're in demand. So, for instance, the reason I took your call, I don't know what it is you do, and I don't want you to incriminate yourself. But let's say I was in your position. I would know that the best place for me to go is a state that supported me and people that that wanted my help there. So you go to a very high retirement state or a very high retirement area and you go to work for a private company and you take care of people in the house or whatever the case is. Now, is that going to change your life? Absolutely. But you have to weigh this. This is only a decision that you can make. Listen, I have very, very, very dear family members who argue with me. I'm not suggesting everyone has to agree with me. I just will not bend to force. If I was convinced, if I thought that this was in fact what they said it was, I may think differently. But to me, the evidence is quite clear. And to me, you're in the healthcare business. Have you ever heard of a vaccine and the people who are on it, their greatest fear is the people who are not? To me, that right there proves that it's not really a vaccine. We lost them. Thank you very much. Sorry for the call. I mean, sorry I lost you, but I like the call. By the way, I wanted to ask what color the Firebird was, because I'll tell you what, I like it. I bet you it was red. In my head, it's red. I like to envision it in red. Gary in his car. Hey, Sean, it's Gary. I talked to you at the airport the other day. Now I'm not multitasking. How are you? Very good. I saw you at the airport, Gary. No, I called you in at the airport. I oh. was doing a couple things. But I want to ask a question to see what you think about the, uh, the debt extension to December 3rd. I think it's a, it's a diabolical trick. I think it's it really takes advantage of uh, the position that should have never it should have never happened. Uh, Mitch McConnell had an opportunity to explain to the American people that they have far than enough revenue coming in to pay their obligations. 
They've actually got 85% of the money still left over. This was about spending and spending more money and committing more money into corruption in the corporatist market, which is why the stock market skyrocketed after the news came out. Otherwise, why else? Just think about it for one second from a fundamentalist position. If you're a fundamental economics guy, an economist, and you are a a company, and you look at a country that cannot exist, even though it's making record-setting revenue, record-setting, this country has never made more money from its people, ever. And yet the only way it can exist is if it continues to borrow from the future. You as a company, as an economist, would only come to one conclusion. The country is bankrupt. But the companies that benefit from that future debt, that future taxation, that scam of a Ponzi scheme, they love it because they know now they're in on it and it's going to be even more. So that right there is an indication to what the real American economy looks like. It looks like it looks like uh, Dr. Alwardy at a press conference. You remember that Chicago? I call her Dr. Dryheave. That's how the American economy really looks. And they want you to believe it's Sophia Loren. It's not. Thank you for the call, Gary. It's a scam and a trick, and most people don't care. Uh, Nick on the Northwest Side. Hey, Sean, you're wonderful. Very best. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. Uh, oh, yeah. Originally, uh, I, I, as I said, what the first call is that there's a certain percentage of people who make the statistics look good, like for United Airlines. Some of them quit because they just don't feel they want the uh, shot. Uh, and some uh, just uh, got... Uh, pressured, you know, and they're, not, they're confused, but either way, they're gone, so the statistics look good, you know, but uh, I, I, I want to mention real fast that the um, uh, healthcare workers who don't want to get the shot, we have to think about very seriously, these people are in the midst of working, some of them for many years, uh, with uh, other people in the healthcare industry, they should know whether or not, yeah, I'm going to go out and get my shot, uh, you know, or yeah. you say, well, I've heard about this, heard about that. And uh, I judge from that more than anything else, more than Fauci and his uh, You mean, so you, you, you don't agree with the Chicago corrupt Cook County judge who is a member of the Table of Wisdom LLC, which happens to buy a lot of property in the tax auction. You don't agree with him that nurses don't know what they're talking about. You don't agree with him? I don't agree with him at all. all right. Very no, good, Nick. I agree with Nick. you more than him. Yeah, me too. Okay. I agree with me more than him too. And I'll tell you... um. Another thing. Dignity and pride are expensive. It's terrible for people who have worked for these companies for 15 years, for 20 years, for whatever the case may be. It's terrible that you have, you have to be put in this position. And I don't envy the position. But you have an opportunity now to make a decision that few people get to make. It's a decision on your own dignity and your own character. You can decide right now. Am I going to bend under this pressure? And there's a million reasons to justify why. And, you know, who knows what they'll do until they're put in that very, very position. But having your freedom and your right and standing on your beliefs is expensive at times. Very expensive at times. But at the end of it, one thing is for sure. The money isn't worth as much as people think it is. It's, per, it's paper. People are always trying to take away from you. You can make bad deals. But the real wealth in life, in my opinion, is to know that you never, ever compromised your own principles. That's a rich man. And I don't care if he lives under a bridge. That's a bold position to take, and it's not popular. It's the way I've always felt, and I've been blessed that it's worked out for me. Or determined. It's all how you view it. I don't know. Megan, Orland Park. Hey, Sean. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I have three quick 
Um, quick points to make. Um, did right. you see? You probably know that uh, the National Geographic Station is um, featuring Pickleface, a.k.a. Um, Fauci. Um, he's becoming such a celebrity, you know. Well, he is it's the all about how he ha- Yeah, how he helped uh, with HIV. You hear about that? Um, no, I didn't. No, National Geo. I will be tuning in. What yeah. el- All right, what else you got? I got to go to break. I don't want to cut you off. And then, okay, Louis Vuitton. Yeah. Um, they're in um, Oak Brook, and they moved because cars were driving in and ramming their windows. So now, now they're in a location where cars can't get at them. And they still got rubbed. All right, what else you got? I thought there was okay, and then the ranchers, you know, $2,500 per cow. Yeah. I was talking to my girlfriend over the weekend, and I said, oh, my God, steaks will be $35. She goes, no, you're not going to be able to get a steak because ranchers won't continue to. That's true. Know, ranchers will cow. kill them quick and not pay the tax. I think it's all true. But these are ramifications that these politicians don't think of because, after all, they are in possession of a government that's never made more money, and it's not nearly enough to support their spending, their corruption, and their fraud of a Ponzi scheme economy. And this is a snake eating its tail. The American economy is a snake that eats its tail and then tells you what a good hunter he is. That's what Joe Biden is. He's that snake, the shifty snake. 312-642-5600. I mean, do you think the Democrats just look at the scams and say, man, oh man, I really want to be in on that. I think that's what it is. I really do. That's the only conclusion I can come to as to why they sit idly by as this kind of fraud right in front of their face, whether it's Merrick Garland's son-in-law, whether it's Clayton, whatever the hell the name of the company is. I misplaced my paperwork. It's just they just they just constantly. It's a great scam and we keep falling for it. And then when they have the audacity to tell us things like just shut up and put it in. And by the way, we're going to tell you how you should get together on Sunday with your family, see your mother who's dying, the holidays. I will be spending Christmas with my family. I encourage people, particularly the vaccinated people who are protected, to have a good, normal Christmas with your family. The unvaccinated eat outside, you filthy animals. Is that great? It's great. I know these decisions aren't easy. But you're setting an example and a powerful example. Second thing I'd like to say, today's report shows that vaccination requirements are good for the economy. Not only increase in vaccination rates. He doesn't give a rip about the people. Really. I mean, he's always been just a two-bit typical swindler politician, really. Just a fracking liar as they go to the people that have suffered under their policies and Shake their hand. Vote for me. I'll set you free. No matter how much they live in the ghettos, no matter how much they're devastated by the consequence of these actions. And in this particular decision, to me, this is where the line is drawn. To me, it's the year 2021. You know what's amazing to me? Clayco is the company, by the way. Clayco and Panorama. Investigative reporters all around us. All around. I know because I watch the news. I love the news sometimes. I do. I used to love it more. Now I can't watch without throwing something. Whether it's Chuck Gowdy with his Amish women hips or Dan Placco, who I want to like, but do your damn job, Placco. And then there's that other idiot with the pencil beard fired up with Flannery, big dummy, in the hub of this Democrat corruption. 
It's all right here in front of you. Boeing is leaving. Boeing's a ghost town. This was in um, Reuters. Boeing has been empty for two years. The only reason they've been here is that they signed a 20-year deal with the sewer of Chicago and Cook County in Illinois. They haven't been paying any of the taxes. They got money to come here. They've been underwritten the whole time. The first year it expires, you guessed it, 2022. They'll be out in the middle of December. Not that they've been there the last two years. All financed by the people of Chicago and Cook County and Illinois in general. I mean, have you had enough of this? And you put, you idiots out there, idiots, put this imbecile in charge who's going to come out in the year 2021 with the reality of what we already know is failing and tell you that you got to do it again? I got to listen to you again. By their own admission, you need a booster. Why do I need a booster? Because it doesn't work. All right, what about the, the immunity? I had it. I'm better now. Yeah, we know it's 10 times better than the shot, but you don't get to make that decision. The mindset of a slave has never existed greater in history than it does right now around the world. Look at around the world. Everybody knows. Everybody knows the masks do no good for you. Look at You can't walk anywhere, especially in these sewers. Got your mask on? Shut the hell up, you moron. Catch it through your eyes, your ears, your hands. Shut up. It's a slave plate, and you want to see how many people buy your BS Durbin. I, 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 I just, and there's just more of it, more and more and more. And then I got to listen to this idiot. But to help send people back to work. Back to work. No, you're not sending people back to work. You've corrupted the employment pool. You've bastardized it, and you corrupted it. The biggest problem is you've created simultaneously, quite ingeniously, a welfare state that is the equivalent of 51000 a year. If you're married, if you're single, if you're single, you have no dependent. It's the equivalent of $31,000 a year. Yet you don't force those people on the shot. Only the people that have been working, only the people that have been a member of functional society, only the contributors to society, they're the ones with your, 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 your focus of force. The ones who are already on the dole, Ah, you guys are fine. Just keep voting Democrat. I mean, how much of it are you going to put up with? All right, if I didn't get to your call, I will get to it. I do have Steve Cortez coming up. Now, listen, Bonnie's new. I think I took out all of the Steve Cortez music, but I want to make sure. I don't want any Steve Cortez music. I love Steve Cortez. I love Steve Cortez listeners. He's got the worst taste in music since Miley Cyrus. It's terrible. So we'll be back after this with Steve Cortez. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. would not be here if it were not for my friend, who I actually disagreed with a couple times and would argue to the radio. And as I got to talk to him, I enjoyed our conversation so much. I have absolute and complete respect for Steve Cortez, you handsome devil. He is the host of (laughs) Cortez and Pellegrino on Newsmax. And he's got article after article. He's diligently up there. He's very well dressed when he writes these articles. In fact, I don't think you own a shirt that doesn't have a collar. Am I correct, Steve? 
You know, it's funny you would mention this because this came up in a phone call today with one of my high school buddies. And he said, when is the last time you wore blue jeans, Steve Cortez? And I said, not in this, not in the new millennia, not yeah. since the year 2000. I, I think I had jeans on last in the 90s. <laughs> yes, but I, something tells me when you golf, you've got that Payne Stewart knicker out, outfit on. Am I right about that? <laughs> I would not wear. Listen, I don't golf, okay? And and by the way, I've been invited. That has been a problem professionally for me because some really important and wonderful people, including the President of the United States, Donald Trump, yeah. asked me to go golfing, and I have to respond, oh, I don't golf. I always, though, do offer that I'm happy to caddy, okay? And I would gladly caddy yeah. for anybody golfing, including you. Well, I appreciate that very much. I, I kind of gave it up after one or two rounds with Dan Proft, who is the worst person in the universe to golf with. You've never seen a guy snap hook, <laughs> throw a club. That's not golfing. It's fighting without, like, the opponent showing up. I don't find that to be fun. So I have now, to... listen, I... Golf courses to me, they're, they're absolutely stunningly beautiful, right? I mean, I, I love golf courses. I love to look at them, and I don't want to ruin it for myself by actually going out there and golfing. I'd rather, you know, look at them and take pictures and that sort of thing. Huh. By the way, Sean, I, I want to ask the same you. Way, not, I, I feel the me. same way about strippers. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> not to take over the interview because it's your show, huh. but I do need to ask you right out of the gate. All right, Joe Biden, were you hosting him today? Because he's in Elk Grove Village, which is right where your studio is. And I want to know if you and Biden are up to something. So listen, this stupid son of a gun. First of all, he, they, they block off all the streets. So, you know, this one moron does exactly what he does wherever he goes. He creates havoc and road jams and just chaos. So they were they were nervous that I couldn't show up. And I said, listen, I'm a caller anyway. If need be, I'll call into my own show. We'll do the first segment that way. But I came in. Right as rain, you know, everybody here, I, not a, I didn't have a bump in the road. I showed up right at my late usual time, so I have five minutes to Misty, for Misty Callahan to start yelling at me, at which point she did, and you know what she said to me? She had the audacity to say, did you read Steve's article? What are you, nuts? I, not only could I write the article, I read all of his stuff. So when you wrote Thank about you. the inflation, first yep. of all, it's common sense, but you know what I'm amazed at, Steve, is the short-sightedness of everybody out there that did not understand what would happen if you put this idiot in charge of right. uh, anything. I mean, he the, the, the ramifications and the reality of what this dummy is going to do to this country, I think you're not going to be able to undo for six presidents if you get six of them that are like Trump. No, you, you could be right, particularly regarding inflation. And listen, as pessimistic as I was, and you know, it's hard to be more pessimistic than I was, right, about Joe Biden. I even I did not think that it would unravel economically this quickly, um, because I didn't realize just how radical he and Nancy and Cry and Chuck would be. You know, they are acting like they have some sort of mandate, right? They they are passing the most radical economic agenda since at least LBJ, perhaps since FDR. Now, I think those are two of the worst, most disastrous presidents in American history. But I will at least say this about both of those men. They did have political mandates to do what they wanted to do. They had massive support from the American people. They had super majorities in the Congress uh, to pass their radical and terrible policies. There is no such mandate uh, for this joker, even if you accept the 2020 election results as valid, which I certainly do not. But even if you accept them, he won by 43,000 votes in three states. Okay, that is the opposite of a mandate. That is absolutely yeah. just barely I, getting onto the gold medal stand. And again, I don't even think he got there legitimately. But if he, if you accept the results, that's the reality. What he's now doing in terms of inflation is so dangerous to this country, and that's why I wrote this article at Real Clear Politics. President Trump, by the way, actually blasted it out today via email. He can't tweet anymore, so it's kind of his functional Twitter. He emails out uh, to millions and millions of people. So I sure hope a lot of people are reading it because what I'm warning about is. Uh, not only is this inflation just a 
systemic risk to America's prosperity, but it's also in terms of the near term. What I'm trying to warn people about is that they're going to have a very angst ridden blue Christmas. I am calling it the Biden blue Christmas because all of these forces are coming to a head at once. And as the temperatures cool, right? I know it's going to be a warm weekend in Chicago uncharacteristically, but as the temperatures cool in the Northern half of the country, home heating costs are going to be exorbitant. They're going to be shocking to working class people because of what Biden has done between his war on energy and his massive reckless borrowing and spending that have forced inflation into the stratosphere. That is then going to push uh, Americans to the brink economically, particularly middle and lower income folks. Whatever disposable income they do have, Sean, when they want to go Christmas shopping, guess what they're going to find out? That the, the items they want and need are either not there, there's an enormous scarcity because of the supply chain breakdowns, because we are far too dependent on Biden, or excuse me, on, on uh, China, thanks in part to Beijing Biden. Um, And also, we don't have enough workers to literally unload and transport the goods uh, from ports like Long Beach to places all over America, to the the Costco or Target in Elk Grove Village. Uh, And why do we not have enough workers? One of the key reasons is because Joe Biden lavishly paid people to not work all summer long. So we have a massive backlog we're trying to work through. So all of this, in my view, uh, there's a a confluence of factors that are going to lead to a terrible Unfortunately, a terrible Biden blue Christmas for America. So I had an old friend of mine call me yesterday from the floor. Colin, greatest kid in the world. Right. But an old timer like, you know, like we are about fundamentals and principles and the separation of government and the economy and the rest of it. And, you know, you said something interesting in the beginning a mandate in a republic. Nobody has a mandate. Nobody. We are supposed to be separate from the control of the government when it in particular when it comes to these kind of Massive, massive decisions of supply chains and energy and all the rest of it. The idea that we are an election where where bureaucrats who've done nothing. Joe Biden has accomplished absolutely nothing except lying successfully to the American people. And this guy now comes in and he creates this havoc and this policies. And and I'm sure you're aware of the, the ships that are meandering around the ocean that should never be there because of the supply chain jam up and that the, they can't get the people to unload them from the from the docks and all the regulations in California and tears open. With an anchor, tears open a pipeline. These right. son of dogs, instead of realizing what they've done, are taking the oil in the ocean as an excuse to clamp down on us even further. So at this point, Steve, can you explain to me why, and I said it earlier in the show, I don't expect you to listen. If erectile dysfunction had a face, it would be Mitch McConnell. Can you explain to me why this old hag was able to just make a decision and say, all right, we're going to suspend the debt ceiling for a month. That right. is more infuriating than the guy who doesn't know if his shoes wet or his pants need to be changed making these decisions. How do they do this, brother? It, listen, it drives me insane. Here's the good news, though, and I don't know if you've seen this, but just in the last few minutes, it appears he may not have his 10 votes that he needs. He needs that's all he needs. 10 out of the 50 Republican senators. Now, I think he'll probably be able to get it, unfortunately, but, but there might be some drama tonight. Uh, but he does need 10 because they need 60 total votes, you know, that's the 50 Dems plus 10 Republicans to get closure so that he can make his dirty deal with the devil. And that's exactly what it is. Here's the thing about people like Mitch McConnell. You know, we have right now, in terms of polling, Joe Biden is an absolute freefall. 
Okay, the things I'm talking about with inflation, Americans know this. They're waking up to the reality, right? And a lot of Biden voters are waking up to the reality of, you know, of what they actually, unfortunately, elected in uh, last November. And, and they do not like it. Tremendous buyer's remorse. The newest poll being out is Quinnipiac, which way oversampled Democrats. And even that poll has his approval rating at 38%. That's it. Uh, it's probably far lower than that if you did a, a fair sampling. So here's Mitch McConnell, who has an opponent, a political opponent in Joe Biden, somebody who is out on his feet, if I were to use a boxing analogy, right? He's mm-hmm. getting a standing aid count at best. And, and instead of knocking him out politically, instead, metaphorically, I'm not speaking literally, instead, Mitch McConnell says, you know what? I think I'll throw in the towel. <laughs> yeah, because that's why? exactly what I happened. Why. And, you know, it's, I, I, it's I do know why. I'm going to tell you what I think, because we're just two guys talking on the telephone. Right? I'm going to tell you what I think. <laughs> There's a reason he wanted this money out there. And I don't care what anybody says. I can, I can look and see a scam a mile away. I believe that it is because his father-in-law is taking a bath on having these cargo ships unable to port. And I believe that a portion of this money will go to pay the insurance claims of these cargo ships. Because up until now, the insurance companies have been saying, forget about it. Deny, 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 defend. You know their strategy. I think it's just all about corruption. That's the only way way I can wrap my head around why Mitch McConnell would snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. I can't understand it. No, listen, you might be onto something there. Uh, and to, by the way, to that point, Mitch McConnell, this is interesting. So Donald Trump was dropped from the Forbes 400 list of richest Americans. And I saw a lot of folks on the left, uh, people like Chris Saliza at CNN, who is, if there is a male version of Karen, it is Chris Saliza. Uh, I saw him totally celebrating that. He's like, oh, this is great. Like, he's no longer one of the 400 richest Americans. I'm like, you know why? Because he went into politics and whatever you think of him, all right, he passed up on a lot of business opportunities, clearly, to go into politics. And the Forbes 400 list uh, you know, exclusion reflects that. The opposite is true of people like Mitch McConnell, who went into politics as a poor guy, or maybe not poor, but certainly not wealthy. All right. And between what he did in Washington, D.C. and marriage, uh, he is now massively wealthy. Okay, he's the exact opposite. He's the antithesis of Donald Trump. Same could be said for people like Barack Obama and Bill Clinton, who went into office with either no money or very modest means uh, and now live like absolute moguls. You know, so that's the reality of Washington, D.C., permanent political class, which involves both Republicans and Democrats. And yeah, believe me, on my show on Newsmax, I will tell you, I give it to Republicans more than I give it to Democrats, because I think in some ways, establishment Republicans are a lot more dangerous to this country, to the Bill of Rights, to our prosperity than the Democrats are, because at least most of the Democrats, most are transparent about what they're trying to do. A lot of people like Mitch McConnell, uh, they will kiss up to us when they think they need to uh, and then absolutely stab us in the back politically every chance they get, as is going on right now. And again, there's some drama tonight. We'll see what happens. Chicago scumbag, the Democrat mafia member Merrick Garland. Now we find out that his son-in-law owns Panorama. The company was nowhere four years ago, now getting all kinds of contracts, and the bulk of it came for the COVID money. This Democrat mafia is so rooted into the purse of the American people through the corruption of, of, of the government. I don't know who's going to run, but I know you're going to be involved in it. Would you do me a favor? Would you tell them that their policy number one is to rip out the corporatist corruption that enables these political whores and their pimps to retire worth hundreds of millions of dollars will never producing anything to society but a detriment? Can you do that for me? Yep. I 
promise you I will do that. Because, you know, they don't like me close to them with the yelling and the no suit jacket and the rest of it. So I'm going to need you to do it. All right? (laughs) Absolutely. I'd be happy to, Sean. All right. He's the host of Cortez and Pellegrino on Newsmax. Keep your eye on him. He writes. You write for how many different places? I see you everywhere. Yeah, you can't avoid me. I'm ubiquitous. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, next time you're in town, don't forget you come in the studio now. We have some fun. I want you to meet the bunny. She's wonderful. You got Misty Callahan. You're going to love it. All right? Fantastic. Thank you, Sean. All right, brother. I'll be back with your calls and comments after this. As if things aren't difficult enough, you've got this idiot coming to the most corrupt state in the country. I, I, I say we are by far, and I'm well aware of New York and New Jersey. I'm well aware of California, Philadelphia. I'm well, I'm well aware of these areas. We're the, we've perfected it. We made it an art form, baby. This is the best. And to sit up there and leverage this position over the American people. I don't quite get this. You know, why it's a matter of no violation of your right to be able to go to school or get a job, to have, et cetera. But now... It's a great cause, celebrity. No, you stupid, stupid, corrupt son of a gun. It's about the choice over my person, my property. I'm my property. I'm my person. I decide what goes in. Not you. You don't get to leverage companies. That's what you did. You came here and you said an innuendo. You want to be like this company? You want to be like Clayco, corporate scum company, and have the benefits of government clout? Then you'll do what I say, and you leverage it against workers. This is going to backfire on you, old Joe. The good news is you don't know if it's Tuesday or July. If your shoe's wet or your pants need to be changed. Eric, Hoffman Estates. Hey, Sean. How are you doing today? Good, brother. How are you? I'm doing well. Enjoying listening to your conversation with Steve Cortez. Thank uh, you. Always, always a pleasure to hear both of you guys talk. Thank you. Uh, but basically, I work in the logistics industry. So I'm witnessing all these ships sitting off the coast of California with my customers waiting and waiting and waiting for this stuff to get offloaded. And just like you guys hit it on on the head there, we have no workers to offload this stuff at all, ever. And and the reason is your job is hard. So when you figure out a way to pay people a minuscule difference to sit on their ass... And all they have to do is swear allegiance to a political party. You're going to have this perpetuated for months and months into the future. At the same time, the cost for guys like you goes up and up and up. Your margin comes slower and slower down. Before you know it, you're thinking, maybe I should take it, right? I mean, that's that's the system that they've created. They've understood right, how, to, how to corrupt it. You're, you're exactly right. And I have to, I'm the one that has to tell my customer, hey, that price that you used to pay uh, last year went up about two thousand yeah. dollars, and I either lose the customer or the customer ended up paying it. And guess what? It goes back on us because I have to go to the store and I have to buy the same product that I'm moving, and it costs double what it did last year. And then you got this idiot coming in town. I- I'm makes me sick to my stomach that he's in Elk Grove. I'm passing by it right oh, now. Oh, don't worry, he's gone. He's already anyway, tucked away. They got a bet on that thing and everything. Uh, he's got a new he, diaper on. His nurse sang him a lullaby. Uh, he's already on his way back. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad he's gone because this, this place is corrupt enough without him co- stepping his foot off the plane onto the ground yeah. in the state. You know what fries me? We paid for all this. We've, you know what it costs to have this idiot come to town? 
I mean, do you know the money that they're billed, all that inside stuff? O'Hare probably sent a bill to the White House for God knows how many hundreds of thousands of dollars. Shut it down. So all the working guys like you, like me, like all the kids here who need their money, they all have to sit on the side of the road while they let this mannequin drive by. It's disgusting. But listen, I'm going to tell you something, Eric. You stay out there and you stay strong because that's the only way they could break is if we give in mentally, if we give in to this. And you guys like you, guys like me, we're never going to give in to it. But we got to know we're out there. Thank you, Eric. Feel much better knowing that you're out there. 312 642 5600. I could let this one play for like the whole song. I love that one. Did Cortez comment on how much better the music is since he took that teeny bopper music with him? No? All right, that's a shame. In August, through an executive order, the Biden regime increased food stamps by 25%. It, it was the largest increase in food stamps, government cheese, in the history of the program. The largest. Why do you think that is? He knew. They know the devastation of their policies. And they know they must keep their base complacent. It's why when you heard the HUD Pushing for a boost to affordable housing, the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development visited two Chicago neighborhoods today. WGN Sean. 75 million increase the HUD in Chicago. Do you know in the inflation numbers that are staggering, greatest increase since the last moron Democrat that was in office, housing is not in there. Housing is not in consumer price index. They have successfully learned how to manipulate and distract their own people from the harm that they're causing us all. Us all. Now, the difference is rich people can afford this. But see, I wasn't rich for the majority of my life. I watched my mother struggle. Used to take a hat and put a bill in a hat and decide which one to pay and which one not to pay. We never went on the government cheese. Never. Not because we couldn't have but because of character and principle. Now, I understand some people have to, and I get it. And I've always felt there should be a program for people. It should be private. It should be separate from the government because the government understands once it has you, it never lets you go. Take a look at the generations that unfortunately have been devastated. And they have come up with very, very, very constructive ways to rob that system and to stay on it in perpetuity and the quality of life for everybody goes down ironically what i want my demand for capitalism isn't because it benefits the rich that's what joe biden does that's why he goes to companies that give the democrats millions and millions and millions of dollars and guarantees that the people will bribe them with contracts to expand and all the rest of it that is corporatism that is what the communists rail against The Occupy Wall Street guys were right on some very key points. I don't support that corruption. That's not capitalism. I support the kind of capitalism that benefits us all. That is when America thrives, when real capitalism is allowed to operate. What Joe Biden represents, just being from Delaware, is a scheme, is a scam, is a fraud. His entire state exists on tax avoidance of a system he and his cohorts constructed. 
So this whole idea of tax the rich, in order to believe that, you have to be an economic illiterate. In order to support the American Democrat Party, you are an economic illiterate or you're in on this scheme. For instance, the guys who are not economic illiterates are the people who make up the Clayco Corporation, the people who make up the Panorama Corporation, the people who make up all of these nouveau green eco-Nazi companies that are standing on the corner, on the, on the edge of making hundreds of billions, if not trillions. That Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans are going to write the check for them. I ask consent that further proceedings on the quorum call be dispensed with. Without objection. Republican and Democratic members and staff negotiated through the night in good faith. None of that's true. They sat in a room of corruption and decided what corporatist oligarchs would get paid off because what this country has gone from is a vibrant home of capitalism, of freedom, of liberty. And in the year 2021, we look more like a Soviet nation than ever before. Now, can you pull it back from this? I don't know, but I'm going to ask my friend who unfortunately lived like this, Dorel River Grove. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good. I wanted to take your call. I'm so, I'm so glad to speak with you. I'm glad you called. I, I follow you since you call the uh, um, talk show in the morning, oh. Dan and Emmy. Very good. Very good. And, yes. Uh, yeah. I uh, I really like you. I mean, you, you speak my language. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And the reason is, is because you actually grew up under the circumstances. You're from a country yes, that sir. implemented yes, this sir. kind of corruption, this oligarch system, this government overlord yes, system. Sir. And uh, I'm yes, wondering, and I, do you think and the Americans I get it? fight the revolution back in uh, 89 in uh, Timisoara. Really? When the revolution starts in Romani- Romania. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, do you think yeah. that the American citizen who supports the, yes. the agenda of the Democrats, do you think they understand that they're actually supporting their own slavery? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, uh, I, I came in uh, 95 from this country, and uh, what this country gave me um, when I came here, he, he gave me uh, like a, a goal to fight for it. But now I'm, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> Well, Darrell, I am too, and uh, I think the American Democrat doesn't understand that he is actually the Soviet Marxist. I, I don't think so. Yeah. No. But what yeah, I do, what I do know, is that in the rebuilding of America, when America learns from its mm-hmm. lesson, when it pays its cost, it's going to be Americans mm-hmm. like you that help make yeah. it great again. So I want to thank you for coming. I'm glad you did. I'm glad you survived the revolution. Most That's people. My, my my first time calling uh, a talk show. I I really. You know, I listen every day, but I really like you. Dorel, I I missed it. Put Dorel on hold. I want to send Dorel a sweatshirt. Dorel, thank you so much for calling. I truly appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. you. Appreciate it. Put him on hold. All right. Uh, Mary Ellen, Northwest Side. Hi, John. Hi, Mary Ellen. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. As I listen to all this, you know, and I just want to make a quick comment and then ask you a question. Um. McConnell, it's like 
Well, his wife's from China, and they got all this. Did you did, did you happen to see? By the connected. way, did, did you ever see his wife? Yeah, she's a lovely. She's a lovely yeah. woman. Do you think she was attracted to Mitch's straw jawline? I don't know. It must have been. Oh well, I think she was. A, I think she was attracted to his nameplate that says Senator. That's what I think. <laughs> I think she was attracted to the nameplate that says Senator, like the Chinese spy was attracted to the gassy Solwell, Swalwell, because he he's a congressman. I think it's the same reason the Chinese spy was attra- attracted to be a limousine driver for Senator Feinstein. That's what I think. I think Mitch McConnell's wife's real name is Mata Hari. What do you think of that? Yeah, for sure. All right. Very good. And I love it. I have another comment about Biden. Go ahead. It's like, think about the Communist Manifesto. And I don't know if you remember back in July of 2020, there was that unity task force thing that he and um, Sanders signed, a 100-page, 10-page document. So you put that together with all the China influence. It's like every which way that these new policies come out, it's like the hand of China's on it. Mary Ellen, you're exactly right. But I also thank you for the call. I also remember when they passed the Patriot Act. And that was a Republican. And I remember what it could have been. I remember how it was fought against by very specific politicians. So I am extremely annoyed at the Bernie Sanders, Saul Alinsky playbook and how these policies are working. I'm more annoyed when a Republican like Mitch McConnell opens the door to finance these new eco-Nazi climate Gestapos that'll be roaming the countryside when this bill will hire 87,000 more political apparatchiks pretending to be tax collectors when the reality is they will be prosecuting and persecuting the opposition to the Marxist party rather than investigate companies like Clayco or Panorama or any of the other front groups. And I'm more devastated when Republicans do it to us. I expect it from the Alinsky lights, American Marxists calling themselves Democrats. But let's not forget who really puts forward the policies of destruction. The Republicans finance it all. 312-642-5600. Let me close with this. We have a plan. We have the tools. We're using them. We're making progress. We just have to finish the job. Finish the job. I mean, it's such just utter BS. You got no plan. Nothing's working, dummy. The states that took the strongest hand is where it's the worst. That's why nobody talks about Florida anymore. Oh, did you think I forgot that? It's a pittance compared to Chicago, Illinois. It's disgusting. But it does explain why you didn't go there, you fraud. All right, let's go to the Lions. We always run out of time. Fastest show on the radio. Sue Hammond, Indiana. Hi. Hi. I love your show. Oh, thank you. I think you tell so much of the truth. It's it's amazing. And it won't last. You realize there's a van that's circling our parking lot right now, but they better have more than the three security guards they brought. Go ahead. Um, I just wanted to say that um, I always thought that Obama was the Manchurian candidate, but I think I think it's Joe Biden. You know, I've I, I, I've I've been listening to this. I hear this. You know, this is something that's been floating around, and I think it's bigger than that because a Manchurian candidate 
represents like a one-off. But if you reflect on what you said, eight years of Obama, major achievement, Obamacare. Republicans have been running against it since it was jammed through what I believe is unconstitutionally and corrupt, where they had to buy off two senators, just like they'll do for this whatever trillions upon trillions they end up ending, you know, jamming down our throats in the end. I think it's the fact that the American Democrat Party has truly been taken over and subverted by the communists of the Soviet Union, by the ideology of all collectivists. I don't think it's one Democrat. I think it's all of them, which is why I, I have contempt for not only the political whores that they are, but those idiots among us that support them. I have absolutely contempt for them. I, I, I wish to God I could come up with a solution. Did we lose her? I wish to God we'd come up with a solution to truly separate everything. I mean, after all, you're talking about all this, how you want other people to bend to your knee. I got an idea. Let's just separate. And I mean that. You tell me the states where you are no longer going to implement this kind of fascism, where you have no control, where I don't fund your corruption. Where are those states? Anybody got one? We'll go there. Pick pick a cold one. Pick Alaska. I'm fine with it. I like a log cabin. I look good in fur. I'll make that thing rock like Joe Namath. And we'll walk around there. We'll start all over. You keep your corrupt mafia Democrat system. And we'll do what built this country, the richest, the strongest, and the one that people risk their lives to go to. I'll do it all over again. Because you stupid dogs are on a path of destruction. And you're too, either you're too stupid to see it or you're too corrupt. And you like the idea you're a god among men. That's the only reason you're selling this BS. Rather than recognizing the devastation that you cause. The absolute and total devastation you cause caused by everything you touch. Also breaking overnight, a 13-year-old boy is shot while walking outside. This happening on the south side near 68th and Walcott. He's just one in a number. One in a number. You've got areas, stores getting robbed, buildings collapsing. You can only bring businesses here when you bribe them. They only thrive when they got your contracts. And yet here you are. You have the audacity to even show your skeletor face. And to promote this as if it's some kind of an American concept and you're an American president? You're not an American. You're not an American president. You're a European fascist, corrupt Soviet. You're a Fidel Castro dictator wannabe. And most of all, you're just a simple failed old man. You're pathetic. David and Lansing. Hey, Sean. Uh, I appreciate what you're doing by giving people practical information on how to use their money to respond to the you know propaganda war that the leftists waged on constitutionalists yeah you know uh, we were you know we're talking about like it was like a half hour ago we were talking something about quitting you know it's hard to quit a hospital home health care agency and move but you know you got to put your money and that resources to those people that are supporting David when they pass this bill when they pass this with everything that's in it when it gets finally passed you're not going to want to have the money they're going to figure out, believe me, $600, you're going, to, you're going to write notes, you're going to audit people for $600 checks. What they're proving to you every time they open their mouth, this isn't your life. They, it's their world. They let you live in it. It's their money. They let you, they decide what you can keep. This is, a, this is a, uh, outrageous. It's supposed to be the exact opposite. The restraints in America are not to be on the citizen, but on the government. That's the ideology that must take over. Otherwise, you're just going to be managing failure. 312-642-5600. 
From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. like to bring on guests who've read more of the bills that are going to be jammed down our throat than the people who are actually voting on them. That goes without saying when I'm talking about David Ditch, policy analyst for the uh, Grover Herman Center for the Federal Budget. He focuses on federal spending and fiscal policy, and uh, he's either lost a bunch of hair or a bunch of sleep. We're going to bring him on to discuss. David, how are you? Uh, doing okay. I haven't lost too much sleep, but then I've, I've I've almost become numb to these ridiculous spending plans coming from the Democrats these days. Do you think that's the objective to just make it so preposterous that they know that even if they get half of this nonsense, it's enough to change the course of freedom and liberty in America? They are absolutely trying to flood the zone. They figure that if there's the average person only has so much time in their day-to-day life to devote to worrying about the details of legislation. And if you're on the left and you hear, oh, we're spending a million bajillion dollars on you know, sunshine and unicorns, you love that. And if you're on the right, you hear about a bunch of tax hikes and you don't like it, and they figure the people in between are too busy to find out the details. And the reality is when you're talking about this kind of staggering Staggering, staggering money. It's singly the largest bill in American history. At a time when um, the American Ponzi scheme that is called our financial system cannot exist unless it continues to take debt and an obligation to tax in the future. Do you think that there's enough resistance among the people that there are enough there, there's enough knowledge among those people that might have been sophomoric enough to 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 vote for joe biden and and the policies of the democrat do you think that there is just enough knowledge out there to push back against this or is this a fait accompli the polling i've shown says that the people who have heard the most about the bill who are paying the most attention are the least likely to support it and it's very dramatic and i think the the mounting opposition so this spending plan is part of the reason why the polling numbers are getting worse so quickly for the president. Well, that's good, I guess. However, I, I hate the feeling of hopelessness. I really do, David. And the reality is I also realize once these bureaucracies are created, you never get them undone. The EPA is an executive order. Yet here we sit. What's their budget? $17 billion a year? OSHA. These are all organizations that were not really created by law, but the stroke of a pen. I sit here and I have politicians guaranteeing they're going to create something called the Climate Corps, which I know really is going to be worse to deal with than the Marine Corps if they are my opponent, that they will be scouring the countryside, changing the course of everything, that their their mandates, their so-called regulations will be more of a law than anything Congress kicks out and will cost the consumer more money than any inflation or tax that they throw upon us now. 
can we stop it even if this bill passes? The, it, it's going to be really hard once it passes. I mean, you know, there's a famous quote from Milton Friedman that you know, the closest thing we have to immortality is a temporary government program. <laughs> I don't think that we're past the point of no return in terms of the legislation. The margins are so tight in both chambers, and I think that as the American public becomes more aware of what's in the bill, and as they make their voices heard, I think a lot of these members in purple states and purple districts are going to be more and more hesitant, even if the bill gets smaller. They're still going to be hesitant to vote for it, because if, if you take something that's a heaping you know, mound of smelly garbage, yeah. and then you cut it down to a half-sized mound of smelly garbage, it's still smelly garbage. And that's really the trick of how they're go- they're going to buy some sort of support, because I think that they realize there's not a lot of support for it. But they also know that once these policies are in place, they're in perpetuity and their budgets get bigger, and we've got this the 3% kicker all every year, and all they need to do is get to a number that the American, the non- you know, the non-Republican, the, the American Democrat who still doesn't understand that that word is synonymous with Marxist, can can somehow find it to support it. Once it's in, it just grows, grows and grows, even though there are some Democrats who people who naively call themselves Democrats that may want to push up against it. Do you do you think that that number will be negotiated? And do you think it is a direct cause because a Republican by the name of Mitch McConnell was dumb enough? to give them the time they need to put lipstick on this pig? Again, I, I, I really think, okay, so I do, I'm very confident that the number, the top line number currently is $3.5 trillion, which, by the way, is $27,000 for every household in the country. I believe that number is going to come down. I don't believe that the taxes are going to come down very much, if, even if the spending comes down. And when you're talking about that big of a tax hike, the biggest tax hike in generations, a much bigger tax hike than the one that prompted so much outrage on, you know, when Obamacare was coming down the pike, I think that's going to get a lot of pushback both from businesses, from business groups, business owners, the moderate suburban uh, voters who are – who some you know, they, they can be a little wishy-washy about you know, the specific size and scope of government. But they understand that when you're increasing taxes, you're killing jobs and kneecapping the economic recovery. I think that ultimately is what's most likely to stop this bill entirely. You know, when I was a kid, David, there were adults in the world. There were adults who wouldn't tolerate obvious bold fa- bold-faced lies like zero cost. This zero cost claim has been around now for at least six weeks. Are there, I mean, this is preposterous to me. It is an absolute and total lie. And I think the hardest thing I have uh, about understanding our current circumstance is that the most important position in this country are the people who are passing this. Yet that is the only area in the country where this kind of lie would even be entertained. Is this not just even ridiculous for Democrats? I'm absolutely amazed that they took what was an obvious verbal slip up from President Biden, a man who says the wrong thing all the time. And I think the easy thing to do is just sort of 
brush it aside and say that's you know that's Joe being Joe, but they keep going back to it. I'm looking at a tweet that the, the official White House Twitter account sent out this week, tripling down on this thing, saying that it costs nothing. Now, imagine if you emptied out your bank account, emptied out your retirement savings, and used all that money to buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> now, you managed to avoid going into debt to buy it, but does that mean that the Lamborghini doesn't cost anything? I tried to buy a convertible Mercedes when my wife was pregnant using the same kind of logic. Do you want me to tell you how it went? <laughs> I would tend to think it didn't go that well. It did not go that well. The difference is my wife is an adult. Um, are there any adults in the Democrat rooms anymore? Or is it, um, you know, you're among these people. You see these people. The notion that in the year 2021, they would have the audacity to tell people this. I think I'm just shocked at the lack of resistance from the media. I understand what they are. I know they're Pravda. I know that the, that there's more aligned with Karl Marx, who, by the way, was a reporter, than they were Milton Friedman or than they are the idea of Americanism. But do you think there should be more than just maybe one station? And even, even Fox News, you know, they've got about 30% of capitalists on it. Do you think that as it fails, that it will then be publicized or will it get the same coverage, the same political or, or, or media cover that Obamacare gets? It, that's a really good example, because if you look at the size of this package in terms of you know how many pages it is, how much it spends, this is several times bigger than Obamacare. But it seems to be getting a fraction of the coverage, and practically all the coverage I get is essentially the media being angry at Senators Manchin and Cinema for not just being quiet and going along. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the thing I, I, I'm aware of is I, I remember this with this PPP scheme, and this was under a Republican. This was under Trump. And I thought, my God. You're going to shut this down and you're going to open the floodgates to absolute fraud by anybody who has an LLC or can read and create one. In this $3.5 trillion, there's a $2 million social engineering platform to anybody who says they're a minority, doesn't even have to prove it, creates an LLC to start a company that's involved in their, their uh, industry du jour, and they're going to walk in and get this money. How do you think this this is not a hundred percent frauded? The, 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 I just over the last couple of days did my best to skim the bill. I couldn't. You can't read the whole thing. It's just it's way too long. All I did was look for the dollar signs, and there's about fifteen hundred of them. <laughs> and I looked for what are the most ridiculous things I could point to. The amount of things that when when you look at it. It's not that it's an invitation to fraud. It's not that it's poorly set up. The entire spending amount, to me, is fraudulent. A billion dollars for an electric vehicle charging equity program. What because right now, electric vehicle. Because right now, just about everyone who owns an electric vehicle is the top ten percent. So they want to make sure a little bit of that money goes to the people who are in the bottom 90%. They want to spend $25 million on endangered bees. They want to spend $25 million on conservation of desert fish. 
Now, I, I feel like if there's a fish in the desert, that species is probably... That son of a gun doesn't need our help. He doesn't need us. He doesn't need us for anything. You've got $25 million to do anti-discrimination training at the Department of Health and Human Services. You've got $3 billion to pay bureaucrats at the Small Business Administration to help businesses, and you're going to pay for that by taxing businesses. The whole thing doesn't make sense from, from soup to nuts. You're at Heritage. Heritage is all over this. They always are. Are you getting the the feeling that other outlets are are getting this and are grabbing it? Do you you know in your experience in your what you're witnessing? Do you think that it will get out enough in order to maybe give us some hope? I have done more interviews over the last week than I did in probably the last three months put together. Well, this is good. A lot, a lot of people are waking up to it. All right, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. Well, listen, I want to thank you for what you do. I think it's crucially important. I also am interested to know if you were going to take the posture, God forbid, a thousand times this thing passes, and the corruption that it will that will be in it, the Nancy Pelosi's, the husband, the insider trading, all of the things that are cooked into this bill, the companies that sprout up, the cylindras of the future, and expose that. To me, that's our only way to fight back if we should, unfortunately, because we're the way I feel is we're strapped in the car and we're hoping mommy and daddy don't drive us over the cliff when the reality is I'm prepared to go over. I'm just hoping that you will take the position of exposing this scandal and, and, and skullduggery that's already a part of this foundation of this bill. So I want to thank you for your future work of exposing what will happen in the event it passes. Thank you very much. I'm going to keep plugging away at it and anyone who wants to check out the work of myself and my colleagues at heritage you can just head over to heritage.org heritage.org david ditch you're one of my favorites thank you so much for joining me have a good night we'll be back with your calls and comments after this as you go through the bill and you're talking about billions 80 billion for pell grants 450 billion for child care, Medicare expansion to the tune of ridiculous numbers, tens of billions of dollars for a system that is riddled with fraud. This is the thing about Obamacare. It was a fraud. Not only did it destroy the quality of your health care, 42% doctors left for one reason or the other, hospitals that closed, the quality of your service went down. The ability to fraud the system skyrocketed. Breaking right now, a former Georgia Tech player, one of several former NBA players charged in a multi-million dollar health care fraud scheme. Federal investigators say Will Bynum is one of the 18 players arrested for defrauding the league's health and welfare benefit plan out of about $4 billion or $4 million. It's according to the indictment, the former players and one of their spouses submitted false and fraudulent claims for reimbursement of medical and dental expenses that were never incurred. We'll stay on top of that story. These are multi-million dollar NBA players frauding the system. The fraud in Medicare, Medicaid, it's, it, it, it's, it's insanity. Right now under this, if you have a pregnancy, you and your wife get pregnant, whatever the case, $4,000 a month for you to sit home is in this bill. Child credits, $3,000 per child from 6 to 18. Child tax credit, married couple, $75,000. 
is is for a single $150,000 for a married couple, you're going to get this kind of money. I mean, do you realize what you've done to the nation, what this bill stands to do to our future? It, 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 it's enticing people to be complacent because they're throwing these kind of numbers at you because they think you are what all Democrats are, for sale. I mean, after all, that's the only way you let this happen. You're for sale. And if we give you enough money, you'll capitulate and you'll turn into Chicago, the sewers of Chicago, the ghettos. You'll turn into those corrupt mafia states and cities and counties that exist. There's a downside to those. There's a real downside. They fail. They turn into hell holes, third world countries, not just because every alderman goes away every other month, but the crime and devastation it causes. These are real people that are affected, the innocent people, sometimes the people going to work, sometimes the good people. Sometimes it's not always a scumbag on scumbag case. Father of a murder victim reached out to us with a heartbreaking plea. Please, he said, show my son's face and share his name. Let people know that he was more than just another number in the growing crime stats. Morning Insider Tim McNicholas took him up on that. This is a walk no father wants to take. Carlos Diaz moves past the flowers and flags, past rows of enduring epitaphs etched in stone. David was an awesome kid. To the spot where his own son was buried earlier this week. He was so young. He's 34 years old. Something that I never, never, never in my life imagined. But the unimaginable became reality the morning of September 27th. Police say someone in a dark car started shooting at a group of people on the sidewalk of the 800 block of North Ridgeway. They shot four people, wounded three, the prime of his life, and killed 34-year-old David Diaz. My son was awesome. He was a city boy. He grew up here. Um, he'd do anything for anybody. Whatever he had, he would share. Carlos heard on the news that his son was one of 61 shooting victims in Chicago that weekend. Nine who died. It's not just somebody who died or nine, nine got killed. No, nine were murdered and they're nine human beings. So what they want to do is bribe you to get used to these numbers like they did successfully in the hub of Chicago. These people are bribed into being complacent. That's why they vote Democrat. It's why they continue to support Democrat regardless of their own hellish circumstances. That's why they will sit there and, and, and accept these absolute and obvious lies. Number one, that their schemes will work. Number two, that their witchcraft will somehow lead to a utopian status, even though you're living in the squalor of their reality. It's the only reason. That people can sit idly by as they hear the excuses and the fraud and the lies by the very politicians they just elected who promised to protect them. Kim Boggs came out swinging against the suggestion her office is soft on crime. This all stems from a shooting caught on camera last week in the Austin neighborhood where no one has been charged. Fox 32's Dane Placco is live with the latest on this. Dane. And no one will be charged. And little Lori Lightfoot came out with her vest on, said it's outrageous, you should charge him. And Kim Fox says, no, we're not going to charge him. And in this bill is the money to support these organizations of failure. In this bill, these Democrat cities and states, these Democrat failed states, are going to reap the greatest reward. $35 trillion is more, I mean, $3.5 trillion 
is beyond the scope of money of any bill we've ever passed. It is, in fact, so much money you can't keep track of it. And the fraud will continue, and it will go to the very people who deserve it the least. And this was all made possible by a Republican today, Mitch McConnell. All made possible by lies. The Senate is moving toward the plan I laid out yesterday to spare the American people a manufactured crisis. All year, the Democratic government has made unprecedented and repeated use of reconciliation to pass radical policies on party line votes. And you had the opportunity to stop it. Instead, you gave them the fuel to continue it. It's not manufactured crises, Mitch. It's a crisis that you've been a part of since 1984. And until these kind of Republicans go by the wayside, this is going to be our result. I want to tell you there's a chance we can beat it. Right now, they're going to say you're struggling to get the votes. I don't think there's a chance you can can beat it. I think there's a chance you can rip it out. That's what you got to focus on now. And you have to do it by cleaning out the Republican side. The Democrats are what they are. They are American Marxists. The only way we're going to change this is make sure that the Mitch McConnells, the Adam Kinzingers, the Mitt Romneys, the corporatist frauds telling you they're putting up a fight, and in the last minute, throw the failed Marxists a lifeline. Make sure they are never in office. This is by ripping Mitch McConnell out. So all of the people who vote and support and write your checks to the GOP, because I know you're out there and I know your intentions are good, you've been lied to. Mitch McConnell is the face of that lie, and the Republicans like him. That's why you give them nothing. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. Rolling Stones Thursday. Love it. I'll tell you what, I mean, how about how these guys were on tour before COVID? They were still going. They're like 80 years old. They aged a lot better than American senators. Although their faces look like crunkled up paper. Notice they all age terrible. Must be the drugs. Gotta be. Explains a lot, but I don't think they're a drag on the economy or the healthcare system, that's for sure. So I have to tell you, um, Beijing is outraged. Do you know why? We got Marines in Taiwan. The foreign policy expert may be the greatest failure in American history. I think Joe Biden will go down as the worst president in American history. It'll also go down as an amazing circumstance that people were dumb enough to hire this idiot after 50 years of foreign policy failure. 50 years of foreign policy failure. Now, everybody heard about the dust-up between France and America, the submarine deal to Australia. The Joe Biden administration did what Joe Biden administration does. It lied, cheats, and steals, and it stole the contract from France and John Kerry went on the news and said Joe Biden was unaware of it. And somehow that's a shock to anybody. Joe Biden's unaware of what day it is. Joe Biden's unaware of everything. It's a shame. I don't mean to make you know light of mental illness. I, I had a, I had a, my grandfather suffered from this. And it was cute the way he had it. And you know why it was cute? Because it was harmless. We took care of him. We put him upstairs. I shaved him every other day. And he would tell me I could walk. He'd take two steps and then say, carry me. And I'd sweep him up and carry him and I'd shave him. And that's what you do. You take care of your family. But you don't put him in charge of things that can be destroyed. We never let him run the business that he actually built. 
We never said, hey, Pa, go downstairs and balance the checkbook. Go and talk to the customers. Go and cut some deals with the distributor. No, no, no. You don't let them do that because it's a failure. And what we have today is political apparatchiks covering up for this failure. Joe Biden should be removed. You want to you soft thing? Everybody goes, what do you want, Kamala Harris? Yes, yes, I want Kamala Harris. You know why? It's obvious that she's a failure. It's obvious she's unqualified. It's obvious that nobody likes her. So you really want to beat the Democrats? Let's get away from Joe Biden because he's dangerous. He's incompetent. He's incapable. Let's stop covering up and let's stop letting his propagandists lie to our faces. You said this this president's first love is foreign policy. So why doesn't he know about these things in real time? Of course he knew about the French being displeased. Not about Let me finish. Literally had not been aware. Peter, I would encourage you to ask John Kerry specifically about the context of his comments. The president and John and, and the John Kerry's his lifelong friend, his cohort, his crime alliance. Of course he's going to cover up. After all, John Kerry's stepson and Hunter are the idiots that are involved in the Chinese investment scheme at Rosemount Seneca. Everybody knows that. So he let it slip. Joe Biden was completely unaware of it because he doesn't have the ability to be aware of it anymore. Let's say what it is and get rid of it and fix it and move on. Because if we don't, this China thing, you know, for the first time in American history, first time in American history, more people believe China will overtake American economy and American superiority in the world. And you know what they are? The right That is exactly the opposite of what it was two years ago. Exactly the opposite. And we're being, to a certain extent, manipulated out of panning back and seeing the grand scope of the Joe Biden presidency legacy. And that is of failure and corruption. And we need to leverage these people to make this stop, to make it, to remove him. Because while this is going on, he's putting in people in very specific places now it was funny yesterday i had mentioned that the uh or the other day about the nominee to be in charge of banking right she uh her name is solomi amaronov she is the moscow state university lenin scholarship recipient and she stood to be in charge of our banking our top banking regulator So instead of her being cast aside or removed by the Democrats, they just took, they freshened up her resume and she took down her Karl Marx paper. We've had another one that is up right now to be a judge in this country. A very, 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 very powerful judge. Luckily, we've got some senators out there who are very good at exposing them for the frauds they are, like Senator Kennedy, may he last at least through this administration. Thanks, Mr. Chairman. Senator Kennedy. Congratulations, Judge. I enjoyed meeting your family. Um, As I understand the case, the religious liberty case, um, you, you ruled that government in California could prohibit a small group of people from worshiping their God uh, at home uh, because of the risk of COVID. 
Is that basically correct? Inside the home, outside the home, three households could gather. Inside the home. Now, in California, this is Judge Lucy Cole. She ruled that you could not gather with your family, a small group, in your home during COVID, even if it was for church. Can you imagine? This is the year 2021. You don't have the power, Lucy Co. Go back. You know, these people are very, they're from communist countries. Both of these women are from communist countries. This woman is North Korean. The other one, well, the Korean. The other one is from China. These are communist people who, instead of rejecting the government that turns their citizens into prisoners, they come here and they promote it on these shores. It's despicable to me. Yes. Um, this was in what? What? This was in California. Yes, the restrictions were specifically that were challenged. Yes, ma'am. Were Santa Clara County wanna, and California. I've only got a California. amount of time. I'm just sure. trying. To, it was in California. That's correct. Um, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, is there something about uh, COVID in California that makes it more likely for a handful of people? in their home who are worshiping um, Allah or the Dalai Lama to get COVID than a handful full of people in a strip club? California, and particularly my county where my courthouse is based, had the first confirmed death of COVID. In- and it also had a rule that strip joints could be open, but people couldn't come together to pray. Are you out of your fracking mind. Thank God for senators like John Kennedy. Thank God for people like us who can point out this absurdity, this absurdity, this failure, this open and notorious corruption, and these pretend gods among men, these oligarchs, these, these, these stupid politicians. This woman has done nothing in life to be an asset to this country. She's literally working to change the principles of it. We're the ones with the unalienable rights. They're the ones the restraints are supposed to be on. 312-642-5600. It's so much. It's like buckshot. Just everything is just being destroyed by these rats. Look at foreign pilot. What do you? What's it going to be like with China? I think I'm rooting for the aliens over China. You got Marines, Taiwan, you got North Korea, that fat kid, the only fat guy in North Korea is firing rockets again. Nobody's talking about it. You got the failures in all of Europe. Joe Biden, in fact, the only people that like him are people who are openly bribing. There's the foreign policy. Remember Kamala Harris and the border? We didn't even get to the border today. We got to get to that tomorrow. Her whole idea, we started bribing these other countries. And they took the money and laughed at us. And they sent us all the scourge and the criminals and the drug dealers. Run for the border. Like the old Taco Bell commercial. It's over with. And I don't want to learn to speak Chinese. It's a very, although I love their culture, I really do. The, the rubbing and the girls with the, with the geisha. I'm in. But I don't want to speak that language. It's an ugly language. It's going to take me a while. I butcher this one. It's going to be hard with that one. Tim, Johannesburg. Johnsburg, where are you? I don't know where you are. Hey, John, or Sean. How are you? Just wondering if you think anything's going to come of the uh, election audit in Arizona at all. Done, baby. Done. The, what Done. came? What already came of it 
is that what it, about it Sidney put, and uh, Dominion machine suit? I, I got to tell you something. I'm, I'm, you know, the whole Kraken thing. I was rooting for her, but she never delivered said Kraken. I will say this: if you look at the audit, what it brings in is that it has f- over fifty thousand votes that cannot be quantif- or audited and verified. So there's fifty thousand out there. I don't know if the people are alive, if they live there, if they voted. But this is what this new ballot harvesting and all the rest of it. This is the intention of oh. it. They yeah, set I'm the in, tone so you, deep, yeah. yeah, they set the tone so you can't do it. But I will say this: um, they didn't deliver on the promises. All that other nonsense about the Kraken and the rest of it. You know, don't yeah, tell me. Don't tell me you got something and then it all comes to nothing. And now it's an argument. If you got something, it should be unequivocal. It should be obvious. So well, maybe I'm yeah, missing it. But Tim, I, I appreciate you, and I hope you guys are right. And I hope something happens of it. Here's the other thing: <laughs> How does it work now? How do you how do you go about taking this guy out, put the other guy in, and the people staying? Well, you got to expose the machines, Sean. First, oh, that's yeah. what you got to do. Tim, I don't want the machines unless they get rid of the machines. There's nothing going to happen unless they get rid of them. I agree. I I don't want the machines. I don't want ballot harvesting. And, I think votes. And the mainstream sh- mainstream media is not putting out the truth. They got to go to Sydney's websites and read about her. All right, I'll take a look. Everything they're doing, they're spinning everything. You know who else? But I will tell you this: I'm willing to like her. I don't like the other guy. The lawyer with the comb over, the yelling guy. Oh, Lynn, well, yeah, I know who you mean. Don't like that I son agree. of a gun. Hey, yeah, he's kind of a showboat. Yeah. All right, there we go. At least we agree on that. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Very good. What are you on speakerphone, Robert? You don't have the voice for speakerphone. What is this? A Campbell's can? Come on. What do you got going on? <laughs> no. The reason I was calling is that it's just disgusting the way they try to shove these judges down our throats, bribery to other countries like in the Obama administration with the pallets. And finally, I just wanted to say to you that, you know, someone like John Kerry has a lot of nerve. This is a guy who says that he would fly on a Learjet, but he's too good to fly on a commercial airplane like the rest of us. I like that audacity and arrogance. It's outright. It's undeniable. I'm John Kerry, and I don't fly commercial. You pigeons, not only are you going to fly commercial, but you can only fly when I tell you you can fly. And here's the Democrat going, all right, I'm in. Because you know what it is, Robert? A Democrat is a willing slave. Or they're so self-loathing that they hate their fellow man so much, they want the government to take away their freedom. They're rats. That's why I can't stand them. We'll be back in 21 hours. I had the time. I'm having fun. Fast, though. Seems very fast to me. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.